Ahava and blessings. Welcome to this episode of Hold the Shehina. This podcast is here to support us in awakening, remembering, integrating, embodying, receiving the wisdom of the higher realms to support our ascension process, to support this embodiment of celestial frequencies this fifth dimensional light grid that we are anchoring here on earth i welcome you to this space for those that are new welcome thank you for joining us for those that have been here before thank you for joining us again my name is aria i am a reiki master energy and sound healer and an ordained magdalene priestess and a priestess of the sound mysteries So I work with sound primarily to support us in aligning with higher wisdom, receiving downloads, receiving clear guidance from our team and spirit. And each week I share some wisdom on a variety of topics. And this week we're going to talk about the Pleiadian alignment. And as a companion, just so you know, as a companion episode to this for well to every episode where i share wisdom i do a sound activation after it to support in the receiving in the activating in the healing of the energies that we are working with so the pleiades the pleiades are my favorite constellation Uh, my soul has spent many lifetimes there as i'm sure has your your soul as well as in many other galactic locations. The Pleiades, however, um, well, the Pleiades, not however, is very special. It's one of the constellations that our ancestors here on Earth have pointed to as the, the space, the place, the beings, the people that seeded their civilizations. Many of the Native American tribes had the belief that through oral tradition that they passed down that they descended from the stars that star beings came down and seeded their civilization now some are associated with the constellation of cygnus others with andromeda others with the constellation in um along the orion's belt which is um and others still with um Sirius, the Sirius star system, which is comprised of three stars. And then, of course, the Pleiades, which is the constellation we will be speaking about today. And the reason I'm going to speak about it today is because we are coming into um, today. So the dates are kind of um, because the stars move and the wobble of the Earth. The dates are from the 15th of November to the 23rd, give or take a few days. But this cycle seems to have started today on the 17th. And this is when the Pleiades, so there's two alignments. One, that is when the Pleiades is in alignment, in conjunction, which means it's very close to the sun. And the other is when it's on the opposite side of the sun. So right now, um, the Pleiades constellation is on the opposite side of the sun. So basically the sun is on one side, the earth is in the middle, Pleiades is on the other side. And 
This alignment, from what I've read of um, different star seeds that have shared their wisdom, one of them being lavender, she shares that this is like the full moon. And this is when Pleiadian star seeds that have a karmic connection that still have karmas to unravel from the Pleiades star system, this is the time to align with the Pleiades. So, and then in May, so May 15th through the 23rd is when the Pleiades is at um, conjunct the sun. And this is a time when it's kind of like the new moon. It's a time to for seeding new beginnings. And those star seeds that have good karma, I don't know, good karma. Those star seeds, let me put it this way. Those star seeds that have worked through their karma, because karma can be positive or negative, work through their karma in the Pleiades star system. Usually they are more aligned to the May, the May alignment than to the November alignment. But again, one is about seeding the intentions, the one in May. In November, now is a time for fruition, for illumination. Um, because the full moon, it's, it's similar to the way that we work with the new moon and the full moon. The new moon is a time for clearing and it's a time for letting go and a time for really going within so you can seed your intentions. The full moon is a time where, when you will receive mo the most wisdom, the most illumination, the most, um, the fulfillment. So it'll be the fulfillment of your desires. Usually it's a six month cycle. So for, if let's say you start with a new moon in Aries, usually it, it takes six months of work until the full moon in Aries in the same sign for there to be significant progress. Cause many of us think, okay, well in one lunar cycle from new moon to the next new moon in a different sign, you, you will receive the fruition of your desires. And that's not really how manifestation and how spiritual work works here on earth here on earth because of the duality system that we are operating within it takes time for us to manifest and it takes time for us to gain clarity and wisdom and insight as to what needs to be unraveled what needs to be shed what needs to be let go within ourselves in order to in order to embody the frequency and the vibration of your desire, because everything is vibration, like attracts like. So whatever needs to be worked on is what we do every lunar cycle. So every lunar cycle, we open to receive wisdom. We open to receive deeper alignment. We open to learn the mysteries of that cycle and how it works within our energy. And we move forward from there. And every cycle, we get deeper and deeper into our wisdom, into our spirituality, into our awakening, into our expansion, into, into our evolution, into the evolution of our soul. As you can tell, I'm getting excited about this. I love this. And it's the same thing when we work with the galactic alignments they are they impact different people different ways depending on what where it 
where it hits in your needle chart, in your particular chart, but also depending on what you're working on. So the Pleiades, the seven sisters, are associated with, so there's a Greek, this just came through, so I have to share this. So the seven sisters were, according to the Greek mythology, the seven sisters are were sisters that were on the earth plane and they were being pursued by Zeus. This is the god, the Olympian king of the gods. And if you know the story about Zeus, he would constantly um, impregnate damsels and maidens and goddesses and demigods. Like, And so there are a whole bunch of demigods running around because Zeus fathered them. Hercules, um, Heracles being one of them, one of the most famous examples. And his wife, Hera, or Juno, wasn't very happy about his philandering. Um, and so she often would make it difficult for the, for the women and for the offspring of these unions. So there are many, many ways we can take this. And one of which, um, so back to the story, is... So the seven sisters were being pursued by Zeus and they didn't want to, you know, they didn't want to give themselves. So they prayed and I can't remember who they prayed to, but they prayed to basically be delivered from Zeus's um, wiles and from his view. So what it is said is that they were made stars. They were made the constellation in the eye of Taurus, the seven sisters, the Pleiades, in order to get them away from Zeus. So the Pleiades as a constellation is, there are many beings that come from this constellation, this star system. There are many races because just like there are many peoples here on earth, the galactic, the cosmic sister brotherhood is vast as well. And there are some civilizations that get along with one another and there are others that don't. There are some that are more warlike. There are others that are very peaceful. There are some. And what you will find is that the ones that are peaceful, the ones that really are about unity and that oneness consciousness that understand the cosmic laws those are the ones that have ascended to higher dimensions of being so usually they're no longer physical in the physical realm because to be physical you have to part of the physicality of being in a human or in a physical body is that you do have to deal with the three-dimensional world, the world of duality, the world of form, the physical realm. And the Pleiades have ascended many, many moons ago, um, many, many eons. And there are there's a small, I, I would say, faction that still is physical, but they are of a lower... A lower level of consciousness, not not as ascended as say the fifth or sixth or eighth dimensional or ninth dimensional. Um, and what you will find is 
that the lower the level of consciousness, and this is pretty universal, you will find that the lower the level of consciousness, the more ego-driven the, the light, the, what we call light beings. I wouldn't necessarily call these light beings because to me, if you are, if you are in the ego and you're operating from what I guess would be the three lower chakras, you're operating from manipulation, from power, from fear, from scarcity, from anxiety, from you're operating from, um, fight or flight. If you're operating from these manipulation tactics, coercion, if you're operating from these frequencies, it's a lower expression that you are giving rise to. So I can't really say that these would be higher, more spiritually advanced beings, because in order to be in an expression of soul evolution, you really, you would have to really experience the oneness of all things and understand that that is the true nature of all beings, not just you. So again, there's no, there's no narcissism there. There's no ego. There's, there's truly that space of seeing one another as mirrors and as all aspects of the divine having a human experience. Now, if you are in human form like me, you will understand why this is challenging (laughs) because when you encounter people behaving in a way that, that you see is, it's not just self-serving, but it's self-sabotaging because they don't see other beings as worthy as themselves or as deeming were deemed they don't deem other beings as on their same level then you can see where the ego can easily come in to infiltrate and manipulate the situation for a self-serving purpose now this isn't to say that we are not all on different paths and we all have different levels of consciousness that's not to negate that we do have that but to to have a belief system in place that only only beings that express in a form pick a form are aspects of the divine that in and of itself negates the universality of the oneness and negates the universality of all our the interconnection of all of us so the pleiades is a star system that it's about unity consciousness. So their, their civilization, what they are here to guide us and support us in mastering is the healing of that duality within us. So all of those parts of ourselves that we have ostracized and we have deemed unworthy this would be the star system to work with to really bring those parts of yourself back into unity back into love to understand that your true nature is love and yeshua and mary magdalene they they come from this lineage so they they come from the ascended masters of this 
star system. So this star system seeded many civilizations on Earth. They, many um, high advanced priestesses of the light would practice light conception to bring down higher, higher consciousness beings into physical form. And the Pleiades is one of such systems. The Hathors are from the Pleiades. The Hathors, the seven Hathors are the seven Pleiades. They seeded a civilization in Venus and through there, that is the connection between Venus, the Pleiades, and Yeshua and Mary Magdalene in the lineage of light conception that Mother Mary, Grandmother Anna, um, Elizabeth embodied and the priestesses and of the light and also the light beings. Yohanan was part of, the baptizer was part of this lineage. The Hathor, um, who, what was the one? There was one, I can't remember her name. Was it the prophetess Deborah? No, it was another one. It was another lady from, from the same lineage um, that she went to Egypt and um, she was thought to be a reincarnation of Hathor. And I can't remember her name right now, but she was another light being from the lineage of Yeshua and Mary Magdalene. And it's really a beautiful constellation and a beautiful energy to work with because it's all about healing. It's all about unity consciousness. It's all about bringing union within yourself, achieving union with the divine. It's all about spiritual ascension, awareness, developing our consciousness, developing our discernment, our wisdom, um, embodying your gifts as a healer and as particularly as energy healers, uh, because sound is energy. So sound healing is part of energy healing. So it's really, um, it's a very powerful constellation to work with for developing your gifts, your intuitive gifts, your gifts uh, for healing, your self-healing, for healing the lineage. Because again, there's so much, there's so much stuff happening on, in the world and a lot of it has to do with our lineage. And understanding that when I speak of lineage, we can take two routes. We can take the route of that's what my ancestors did and I have nothing to do with it. And you can take the other route, which is they're a part of me. They still are walking the earth through me because I still carry the codes that they carried in their life. So if they suffered war or famine or um, incestuous or rape situations or unhealthy attachments, unhealthy romantic partnerships, all of that comes down in our DNA. So if we don't do the work to clear and to let go gracefully of these patterns within us, we will continue the cycle and perpetuate those traumas into the future. And there's also the aspect that everything is happening simultaneously. So all of our past lives are happening at the same time. They're just happening at different rates. So it may feel if, like if you do a quantum hypnosis therapy um, session, it may feel like it's happening in another lifetime. 
and it's old or new or maybe it's futuristic doesn't matter if it's forward or backward in time but the thing is you are existing on multiple levels of consciousness like you're existing on your you exist in that state of oneness with the divine in the void of all creation the the quantum you exist in that space the space where we are one with i guess if you want to call god goddess Allah, you exist in that space and then you exist as fractals in other spaces and depending on where you're at in your healing in your expansion in your evolution as a soul you will receive access to other to wisdom from other lifetimes from other dimensions so to speak and they may be on earth or they may be off earth there's a recurring dream that i have and i'm pretty sure it's another planet because there's three moons and there's water there's water everywhere there's ocean like vast vast oceans and i keep feeling that this is the star system one of the stars in sirius so i'm gonna have to do more research but the pleiades also has beautiful lush places and then aquatic places so it's really interesting if you vibe with the the associations of heart-centeredness of unity consciousness of unconditional love of healing of self-mastery of vibration frequency manifestation um, of I mentioned self-mastery I mentioned healing oh psychic surgery all of these are gifts from the Pleiades if you vibe with sound that's another gift from the Pleiades and it's it's a beautiful it's a beautiful cosmic star system to work with and it's really so any grief in your heart that's what come through now okay this so any grief in the heart space that we have to work through this would be a constellation a great constellation to bring in so grief forgiveness resentment um relationship issues be they partnership or friendships all of this would be heart anything to do with the heart the Pleiades really are wonderful beings to bring down and when when it comes to connecting to light beings I do have to say this light beings of higher frequencies that are in their oneness in their they they see all things as dimensions and aspects of oneness of that we are all divine beings having a human or having a whatever experience and all are infinitely worthy of respect and of love beings that are at this high vibration they're not going to they're not number one they're not really going to give you much information <laughs> they're going to make you work for it um, they're, they're going to share their wisdom but some of it might be a little cryptic um, 
which is really funny because the thing is they do not want to take away your free will. So if they are to, if they tell you, you need to do X, Y, and Z, that's not a light being because a light being will offer you wisdom, tidbits of wisdom for you to unravel and for you to integrate what you do with that wisdom is up to you. They do not like to interfere with our free will. So any beings that speak of, you don't belong here, you belong there. If they speak in terms of dualistic, earthly kind of, you know, if you're a woman, you have to have children by this age. If they speak in those terms, you're not connected to a higher frequency because connection to a higher frequency is that frequency of oneness. It's that frequency of non-judgment. It's that frequency of true unconditional love. They just love you. Like they just care for you. They just want to support you and empower you to be sovereign. There is no, you, you know, there's no contractual obligation. They won't say, well, if you do this, I will do this. There's no, there's no negotiating. There's no fear. There's no judgment. There's no, well, you know, you screwed up. You know, you left the the candle on for five hours. I said two hours. So now you're going to have something bad happen to you. (laughs) So you see how that sounds ridiculous. A being that is of a higher frequency, they don't resonate with that. That, that's That's not even in their periphery. You know, it's, they want to share their wisdom and they want to share their wisdom in a way that doesn't disempower you. So that's a double negative. They want to share their wisdom in a way that is empowering. They want to share in a wisdom in a way that supports you into stepping into your power, into recognizing your spiritual sovereignty, into recognizing that you are infinite cosmic oneness. That's what they want to do. And they do this in a loving, supportive, open way. There's, there's no, there's no backdoor deals. So, and I actually, this, this is relevant because I saw a post today on social media and the, the people speaking, he shared how he had a vision from someone Um, higher dimensional being and how he told him well what are you doing here you don't belong here and it just as soon as I saw oh this light being told me I don't belong here I was just like wait huh (laughs) a red flag went up in my head I'm like this is not this is not a light being this is something else and This is where discernment comes in. We, oh my goodness. Now is such a crucial moment and I cannot stress this enough. Now is a crucial moment for us to be exercising our discernment. And discernment means you access your wisdom. 
you truly connect with your heart. So again, we move away from the ego, from the the lower chakras that are in fear for our survival, for our whether we're going to have rent, whether we're going to have food on the table, whether our kids are safe. We move away whether whether we are in a power dynamic. So we move away from those chakras because when you are when you are in those lower chakras you're not connected to your infinity you're not connected to your oneness you you're in fight or flight you're in you're in in a lot of ways in denial um and you're you're in you're in the space of i have to do this and there's only one way for me to do this and if i don't do it this way then it's not going to work and we think this way because we have been conditioned by family, by society, by media, by all things, education, that there's only one way to get, there's only one or a finite way to get our desires met. If, you know, some people were raised with parents that, you know, well, if you didn't get a 95 or a 99 in your test, then you weren't worthy of love or you weren't, you know, oh, you could have done better. And while on one hand, that may motivate us to do better, on the other hand, that leaves a scar and an imprint that makes us feel profoundly unlovable because that level of perfection is almost unattainable, if completely unattainable. So anytime that we're operating from the lower chakras, we're not operating from a space of oneness with our soul. We're not operating from a space of understanding that we are infinite and there are infinite possibilities at our disposal. We just don't see them yet. So this is why I say many times you will be triggered by something you hear or see or read, something someone says to you. Many times you will be triggered. I'm sure I've triggered the fuck out of people. Because I, I challenge people to think for themselves, does this make sense? Is this really what I want to be creating? If I continue on this path with this frequency, I'm going to receive this result. Is this really what I want? I challenge people to think for themselves. Please think for yourself. And some people don't like that. Some people think that if I voice an opinion, you know, they automatically, they don't agree with it. So that means, you know, they must, you know, block me or unfollow or whatever. Meanwhile, the opinion I'm offering comes from a place of research and from my own awareness. I'm not saying that anyone else has to do it or that it's the right thing to do for everyone or for anyone. It's just the right thing for me at this point in time. And I recognize that it's the right thing for me right now. Tomorrow, I may do more research. I may receive more guidance. Tomorrow is a different story. But I'm going to be true to what I have within my consciousness at this point in time. From a space of love. From a space of acceptance. From a space of this is simply the way I am. I honor you in the way you are. 
And that's really all we can do as spiritual beings having this incarnational experience is recognize that what's right for us, the right, what we deem as right is simply our perception of what is right. Then there's the universal rightness. That's another level of, of consciousness that we need to assume in order to access that. However, there is, there are, this is going to be triggering. There are no, there are no, and I'm hesitating because I know I'm going to get flack for this. There are no wrong expressions of being. There are expressions that are aligned with the light and then there are expressions that are not. However, if we are here on this 3D realm in, on this earth, it's because we have made a contract. We, we are under a soul contract to be here, to experience certain things for our soul to evolve. So no, no one of us can judge another being truly judge for the way that they express. We can not be in alignment with it. But to judge is to put yourself in a situation where you automatically deem everything that you do as the right way to be. And there's no unconditional love in that. And what we have to understand is that, well, what we should strive to understand, don't have to, what we should strive to understand is that for every being that is behaving in a lower consciousness way and for every being that is at the receiving end of that, the victim, that is a contractual agreement these two souls made to experience that together. Now, the thing is that the being that decided to play the antagonist, the, the criminal or the being that does the bad things, to integrate all of what they have done on a cosmic level, because the more that you operate from a lower frequency, the more that you fragment yourself, you continue to separate yourself from your truth, your, your connection to source, God, goddess. So for that being to come back into unity with their infinity, with God, goddess, it's going to take a lot of work. So when someone says hold people with compassion, particularly those who we see are, are behaving in lower frequency ways it really is true because these beings that seek to manipulate control extort harm damage manipulate all of those things control these beings feel that they need to do that to survive and in that feeling they are incredibly limited they are 
separating themselves more and more from their infinity, from their infinite potential. And for me, this isn't the way I want to live. Like, I want to live honoring each being. I want to live seeing the light in each being. This doesn't mean that I put myself in situations that are reckless and dangerous. I don't recommend that. I just have a level of awareness that, oh, or I aim. I aim for a level of awareness because it's not, the thing is when you have that level of awareness, you're not there all the time because that's impossible. It's impossible for us to, to hold this ascended master frequency or higher frequency all the time because we are human having a human experience as we are soul having a human experience. Let me rephrase that. We are soul having a human experience on this earth plane. And this earth plane is kind of ghetto. <laughs> like that, that meme with the, the aliens must drive by and lock their doors, this lock the spaceship down when they cross the earth's orbit. I kind of believe that. It's like, sometimes I believe this is a planet just full of a bunch of derelicts. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> like, is this the prison planet for like, the entire solar system how is this even possible and then i come back and i'm like i remember oh yeah this is this is what the ascension process looks like it's not neat it's not tidy it's not all rainbows and butterflies and unicorns and you know downloads like no it's doing the work this ascension process is doing the work it's looking at those things that trigger you and asking yourself, Hmm, I'm being triggered. Am I being triggered because I'm in my ego? Because this is reminding me of past situations of family stuff. Am I being triggered because of that? Or am I being triggered because there really is something that's a red flag here. And the only way to tell the difference is whether you are in your heart space or not. And if you are in your heart space, you feel expansive. If you are in your heart space, you feel your connection to God, goddess, to Allah, to the divine. You feel that infinite love pouring through you and you feel infinite compassion for yourself. The judgment the stories we tell about our, to ourselves about being worthy or unworthy or you did this so you don't deserve that. That's all ego. And those are all stories and programs we are running. And it's time we start, if we haven't already begun the process of dismantling these, we need to dismantle them. Because we are infinite consciousness we are infinite oneness that is the true essence of our being and this is what we are here to anchor and when we can anchor this within ourselves and it's a process we support other people in doing the same there is no one way to do this there's the way that is correct for you, the best way for you. And how do we know what's the best way for us? We ask for the guidance. 
we feel into our heart space, we connect to the highest frequencies of unconditional love, we choose that we are aligning with that and only that. And we ask, show me what is, what do I need in this moment for the evolution, for the highest good of my soul, for the highest good, for the highest good, because for the highest good is not going to hurt anyone. It's going to support and love everyone because we are all interconnected. We are all one, one love, one family, one humanity. What is happening elsewhere is happening within us. There is no separation. The more that we rape and deplete the planet, the more we are raping and depleting ourselves. The more that we harm another being, the more that we are harming ourselves because there is no separation. We are all one. And this oneness, this is the frequency, this unconditional love and acceptance and joy and this level of awareness is what we receive during this alignment when we connect with the Pleiades. And the best way at this point is to do a nighttime meditation. And you can even look for the Pleiades in the night sky. So if you can find the three stars of Orion's belt, you will see that to the left down, you will see another bright star and that's Sirius. So from Sirius, stars of Orion's belt, you see the direction that they're pointing and you will see the stars at the eye of the constellation of Taurus, the Pleiades, the seven sisters. But the thing is, you might see them like as just one bright star. You might see them as five or six. The seventh is very dim. So, and the other thing is you can download an app and this is not a plug for any app. I'm not being paid. This is not a sponsorship. This is just an app that I like and it's called Skyview. And I believe it's free unless you want to access some other um, constellations, but I believe it's free. Um, at least the basic one is free and you can type in Pleiades and it'll show you um, with a little uh, circle with an arrow which direction to look for for the Pleiades and then you can see them. So that's another way. Um, but meditate and seek to connect to the Pleiades for the highest good. So the highest light beings of the Pleiades. So come into your heart. So as I always say, come into your heart from your heart you can access anything from your heart you are expansive and connected to your soul and the divine so this is why the heart is the most important so from the heart connect with your heart take a few deep breaths and really bring your awareness to your heart bring your awareness to your expansion to your connection to the soul and then ask to connect to the highest frequencies 
of the Pleiades and to receive any wisdom that is for your highest good at this moment in time. And from there, see what you receive. See what you, see what comes through. And when you do this, sometimes you may think that, oh, something, you'll, you receive something and you're like, no, that can't be it. If you receive a whisper, listen to it. And if you have doubts, always ask for confirmation. So um, say, okay, well, I think I received this. Like always remembering, connect with your heart, stay in the heart center. I think I received this. Show me a white dove if I heard correctly. And then just open yourself and see what shows up. And if you don't see the white dove within, I don't know, pick a, pick a time frame when you do this, um, then say, okay, I'm opening to receive what, what is meant for me in this moment. But as I say, always for the highest good, always connect to the highest frequencies of the Pleiades or of light, however you want to connect. But always specify, because it's very, very important to specify the highest frequencies of unconditional love, period. What is for the highest good of my soul in this moment, period. Um, because, you know, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot of charlatans out there. There's a lot of people saying they anchor light, but that's not really what they're bringing in. They're bringing in distortion and delusion and illusions, and they're creating more separation than harmony and love. And that's another red flag. Anything that seeks to separate us from one another, from our own infinity, we should be very wary of. Well, unless that's the experience you want. And then, if that's the experience you want, then that's the experience you want. So I thank you for listening. I thank you for receiving this wisdom. Um, the Pleiades really, they're a wonderful constellation to work with. They're wonderful light beings. One of my guides is Pleiadian. And um, I actually even have a constellation, the constellation tattooed on my left um, inner arm. Because I just thought it was beautiful and I, my soul has spent many lifetimes there. And uh, I just wanted to really receive and anchor that connection in my body. And the more that I work with the Magdalene consciousness with Yeshua and the light beings of the Desert Rose lineage of Mary Magdalene, Yeshua's lineage, the more that I really receive more love and I feel my life expand in ways that I, I just couldn't have predicted. And I feel very lucky and very blessed. And then, of course, more work comes up to do. And then I'm like, uh, did I really sign up for this? And I'm like, yes, yes, I did. I signed up for this. So we're going to continue on our mission. Let's do this. <laughs> so I welcome you to connect with the Pleiades and join me for the sound healing activation that is happening next. And have a blessed day of the goddess. Have a beautiful weekend and take this time to always, always, always come home to your heart. The heart is what matters. I'm sending you all lots of love. If you enjoyed this, please comment, share, like, five-star review, 
follow all the things that we do to share our love and to share our support. I really appreciate each and every one of you listening and I'm sending you each and every one of you lots and lots of love. Have a blessed day. Ahava.